Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is the week five preview. Week five, Justin. Uh, we're going to break down all the matchups this week. Not to, you know, there's some good matchups. Finally got a good little primetime action on a Sunday night. Got some decent games. Hopefully we just see some better ball this week. Um, obviously some remarks from last time, but it's a new week. So, Justin, are you ready? Absolutely not. Least okay. ever been. Least ready I've ever been. Yeah, you might say that, but Burke, let's go. Discussion. Cross you up while the shooter in the corner be cutting. No, I'm new to the game. Called is my introduction. While these topics hitting harder than the snare and percussion. Why do all these other sports opinions always go and lack facts? Only real place left to listen. How about that? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How Bow That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. You check them out at Face valueclothing.com uh i mean the best thing to do when you're a sad and depressed fan is to just shop get yourself some new clothes get yourself something to look in the mirror and say you know what i i look good at least uh you can do that with face value clothing check them out at face i hope there's not an echo i'm in a i saw your name was sad yeah <laughs> i'm in a new apartment that has nothing in it and i feel like it's echoing but how was the couch uh that's friday morning that's on the top of that yeah if I, I cannot express how much I am dreading that move, that, that everything else, I haven't gotten a U-Haul yet for like that, like the rest of the stuff, whatever it is, what it is, mattresses, sure. Dressers, whatever can do it. But that couch is going to be a beast to get in and out. Um, and it's, I'm more mad now than ever that I have to move it. So. Yeah. I mean, I think I can speak for everybody. Um, your monologue was wonderful. It's I know I, wonderful is a tough word because it's the opposite of how you felt. Um, but it was very authentic and why you and I started to do what we do so we can have an outlet for when these things happen. And, you know, it made me sad. It's not something that I want to see you go through. It's not something anyone wants to see you go through. But certainly with the people that listen to this podcast, Bears fans, Raiders fans, you know, myself, just because we've had a good couple of weeks, uh, certainly can relate. So it was refreshing to hear. Um, I think a lot of people commented on it. A lot of people were fans of it. Um, the only thing that made me laugh was um, it's the most authentic you could be. And I'm sure not that she should be doing anything differently, but it's just funny to imagine Abby like asleep and you're just sitting outside. Of yeah. <laughs> she, uh, cracking she, I got, beer and letting your heart out. Yeah. I uh, came in at like, I don't know, 2 a.m. or something. And the first thing she like rolls over and she just goes, who are you talking to? <laughs> My, myself was the answer uh oh, so, so good. yeah uh but yeah no, it was i'm glad that i waited and like kind of processed things rather than just like ranted and rambled um but i'm i didn't want to do that now like today i wanted to do it when it first happened when when it was raw because that's just that's the time that's the best time to do it and i'll tell you sure. what it it made me feel better sure like, I don't know what, what it does, but just to kind of say it and just get it off your chest and just be done with it. 
it, it made you feel a little bit better. Um, but yeah, so we don't really have to touch too much on the state yeah. of the New York Giants. I will, I mean, I will say this is when our fan base just shows how weird it is. Um, yeah. it's been, now. yeah, Twitter has been a nightmare. You have like, uh, you know, journalists and guys talking about like, if Caleb, hypothetically, if Caleb Williams were uh, to be available, I think the Giants have to take them. It's like, yeah, dude, guess what? Not a hot take. Yep. Not a hot take at all. Yep. So it's been Evan Neal now just came out talking about how the fans, the Giants fans are being fair weather, how they shouldn't boo their team at home, like just because they're struggling. Like, I, I, I does the, yeah, it's like, does the lion concerns themselves with the opinion of a sheep? I'm out here playing football. They're probably flipping hamburgers and hot dogs. Hey, dude, guess what? Can't handle New York, I guess. Because, I mean, yeah. People so, pay a lot of money to go to be able to watch these games. So, I'm not big on like the booing early. It's always tough, but in, in, if teams, if fans want to boo, it's for a reason. So I never really. Go yeah. Them. And it's just, it's New York. So everything you is. You want a round of applause? Yeah. Um, or silence. Like. Ex- exactly. And I think that if Evan Neal like was the draft pick and like, like the Eric Flowers situation was like, he's way worse than Eric Flowers. So that doesn't help him at all. But now it's one thing to suck in New York. And now it's another thing to put your target on your own back. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, just some guys aren't built for New York, like sports some, And I, maybe he's not, I guess I, I always remember Sonny Gray. We traded from him for the athletics and he was dog crap and that, or whatever. And then he moved on and like became a Cy Young guy again. So yeah. some guys just aren't built for it. Well, at least the Rays are getting smoked. That's good news for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, man, I love playoff baseball and it sucks not being in it this year. Uh, but yeah, the Rays are down. They're going to be out. Always love. And hopefully the Blue Jays too. That's let's, comical let's... how little I know about baseball. I had no idea it was starting yesterday. Zero. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, why do the Rays play during the day? I was like, oh, it's the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, that's the first time in that you've never had to deal with playoff baseball because I don't think the Cardinals are in it either, right? No, Caleb. Caleb knew almost less than I did, and he actually follows baseball. Yeah, yeah. Good thing no, this is a football bad. podcast. It was wonderful to hear, though. It was good to get that out, and that's why we do what we do. And uh, mm-hmm. if other people could have a mic, we would have the, the Twitter live that we had. We got to listen to you on that as well, and that's why not everyone gets to have a podcast because, oh boy. Um, yeah, that was. I I saw. Um, you know, I I used to be very prominent in those kind yep. of and. I, I kind of like backed off because they do get exhausting at times. And I saw a bunch of guys that I knew kind of waiting for me. And I, I got in early and I was like fourth in line. And then I, I like switched Twitter accounts to my burner and it exited me out. And I was like, you're kidding me. So I, I was messaging the guy like, Hey man, can I please just talk? Cause I saw everyone waiting. I was like, they're, they don't understand these Twitter spaces with giants fans are the worst Twitter spaces of all time. <laughs> it's like no. sec radio, but people yeah. who don't know what they're talking like somehow at least the sec rednecks kind of have an idea of what they're talking about giants fans don't there is something weird about and big cat talks about this when he talks about the packers losing and he sat in the car and listened to the radio for three hours of the packers espn and like all my friends wanting to listen there's something screwed up about getting to hear other people suffer to try to make yourself almost feel better and it's just funny yeah. because you feel all those things when you, it happens to your team. And Will Will was like, um, I made us go on every losing team's primetime like Twitter live now because this is just unbelievable. Like it's yeah. it's almost it's like watching a car crash. It's just yeah. it's just funny. It's like watching a car crash. It is therapeutic yeah. because it always it makes you be like, all right, there are worse situations out there. 
Um, and I remember I used to be big on, but I used to get on all the Browns ones back in the day. I would just sit there quietly and laugh. My favorite one too, was the, uh, uh, the Kings, uh, one after the Halliburton trade. Yeah, that was a phenomenal, that's an all time live. So I, I think those are enjoyable, but man, when they're your team and you're just listening to these guys talk and you're just like, dude, they go on forever. They make every single point that every other guy has made. It's brutal. And for, for some context. I would like to apologize to the Kings fans. Um, when the Halliburton trade happened, they started a Twitter live and I rudely went in there. It's probably like the rudest I've ever been in my life. Um, I have a story like that too, that I'll say after this. And I, I just explained to them that we were planning a parade the next day and how it's the worst trade in NBA history. They made the playoffs. They're a very good team. They're a very fun team. I hate the the tweets about who won the trade because both teams, it worked out for both. So it's all good. I don't um, want to talk about who won trades. Them. We still won the trade. Yeah. Halliburton. But uh that was a very funny day and it's been brought up a couple times after people saw you on that yeah uh i that was that was all the time and then yeah, the other one that i'm talking about was it was the meanest it was the meanest i've ever been was it was the 2019 or 20 maybe 2017 i think it was 2017 so i mean this is like right when twitter spaces or radio or whatever was getting started and it was the cleveland indians versus the new york yankees in the divisional series and yes. i went on john fanta's live john fanta every day and i would go in there and i would just be that a-hole yankees fans that everyone hates i was talking about Tanaka. i put my life on the line for tanaka and he backed it up and i realized like i mean everyone hated me and so and he'd let me talk every day because i was the only yankees fans in there and i I started getting nice at the end and it was actually quite enjoyable but i it was so rude sometimes when you're in there and you're yeah those those are always so fun they're worth the pre-game post-game you were everywhere i think if you if you made me like 15 or 10 years older than I was like I am now. And it's like, you're only in cubicles all day. And like, all it is is sports talk radio. I would be like the fan. I would, I would just be a daily caller. Yeah. I'd just be like, it's two Let's hear from Justin. Yeah. Like, here it yeah. is. Give him his 15 minutes of fame. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, Mike, all- this is what I have to say. Anyways. <laughs> it's the best. Um, but you know what? There's another week. And for a lot of teams, that's that's sad news now. For a lot of teams, it's exciting. Yeah. And here we are. It's week five. We're starting to get the pretenders um, from the contenders. We're starting to get Tank. I mean, boy, is Tank City going to be something. It is going to be a treat. Like The Giants are one in three. And there's eight one in three teams, I think. And we're the last ranked team. We're tenth Right now, we have the 10th pick and we're one in three. I mean, teams are, teams are gunning for, for yeah. the last for, that's and what, what sucks about ours is that uh, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about the Giants because I did it for 16 minutes the last episode. Um, what sucks about ours is that we have such a strong strength of schedule that it, everyone's like, where does the win come from? And everyone's confused about that. But if we keep losing and other teams keep losing, like we're going to be at the bottom of the strength of schedule or at the top of it. So that means we're going to be lot higher in the draft. So just a disaster. Yeah. But you know, how, speaking of just like thinking like that, like what a loser I am. When we were coming back against the Rams, I'm like, oh, we're going to win and be in like sole control of first place in the division. And I have such a loser mindset. I was like, God, but next year when we're kind of getting good, that means we have to play all the other first place teams. And are we ready for that? And we're going to be bad next year. My mind only thinks to how we can be bad because I'm yeah. just used to being a loser. No, what it's- is, like, that's I literally during the comeback was like, I'm afraid of first place because that means I have to play the Chiefs automatically next year or the Bills and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. No, it, it, I think that shows you the level of fandom that we have on this podcast when it's like, that's the thought. Like, 
you want to talk about you want to talk about short-term and long-term planning like short-term it's like yeah win this game but we're of long-term like dude like week 15 of next year you know like it's january 2025 and i have to go to buffalo because i I won this game against the rams right now yep i think that's a very fair thought thank you that's what we do here uh let's start the night with or start the pod i guess it's the night with a team that is Got to be feeling good about their chances at Caleb Williams. It's the Chicago Bears. Yep. Um, a huge loss to the Denver Broncos. Uh, also, before we start, Justin, I have a six-game lead on you, and I'm going to act like it this week. I'll just start with that. I'll start with that. I don't blame you at all. Um, Bears at Commanders. This was last year's Thursday night battle, a disgusting game. The Carson Wentz block game threw a huge block. That was pretty much his only highlight. Uh, Justin Fields got them down to like the five to end the game. They could not win. Uh, Washington comes off a pretty impressive Sam Howell performance, great quarterback. Um, so they could not win at Philadelphia, but now they get to host the Bears. Uh, what are your thoughts on this Thursday night battle? I'm actually excited for this game. Um, I, am too. I think that this is going to be a fun one. And here's the thing about Washington I, I get that they're two and two and that they played tough last week, but I mean, they beat the Cardinals and the Broncos. And then they got smoked by the the Bills. So I, I think this should be a close game. Uh, I don't think that this is either. If Washington really runs away with this, I'd be quite surprised. Um, so I think like a one possession game at the end, you know, maybe Fields has the ball and it's like, hey, can you make something happen? So I, I am excited for this game. I'm going to go Washington just because there's nothing to tell me to go Chicago. No offense. <laughs> and I need... I need to actually, I can't go out on limbs right now. So I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to be the biggest square of squares from now yeah. on. And actually I am pretty much a square. I've always been a square and I have a six game. I'm six games behind because of that. So I'm probably going to be eight games after this week. And with that, I'll yeah. take Washington. Also after this week, um, we'll go back on your report because it will go four weeks after because you didn't, you didn't do it till week two. So okay. we'll get into, into the stocks next week. Yeah. Obviously some people have lost money, but uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, um, a lot of phone like. calls, a lot of phone calls from investors, from high up investors. It's kind of like that, uh, the scene in, uh, the big short where it, they call Michael Barry or whatever his name is. Cause I can't say any names. Right. And they're like, Hey dude, like, what are you doing? He's like, well, the contracts allow me to act as with anything, like yep. do whatever I want with your money. And they're like, I want to pull it out. And it's like, actually legally, you can't do that. That was one of the conversations I was having with some guys um never a fun one and yep. yeah it, hopefully some of the other things perform we sure. need yeah sure. we need we'll, the Vikings we'll to keep losing. yeah you got life um yeah I agree I think this is gonna be a very fun Thursday night matchup because when you think of two bad teams you're usually like oh it's gonna be hard to watch no these defenses are terrible yeah. Washington has given up 30 points in three straight games now uh and Chicago's defense is I mean, there's not much to say. It's Swiss cheese. And then they still got a lot of guys in the back end still not playing. Eddie Jackson probably may not play. Brisker may not play. So they're they're banged up all over the place. Um, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring, fun game. Is this and, a game that you trade for Sam Howe in your fantasy leagues? Look, some people – I think yeah. it's a good deal. Some people <laughs> that's want a, Sam Howe. That's an inside joke for only one other podcast listener might get. Two, maybe. And, and three, he's going to be happy with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Bears. This is one of my picks where I don't really care. I have a weird feeling about the Bears. I just can't get that image of Justin Fields sitting on the sideline out of my head. I just, I love Justin Fields. I I want him to do well. Now, I think we're heading into a potentially weird territory here, though, because 
he looked pretty good against Denver, right? He was slinging the ball. He was running around. He was making plays. If he starts playing really well, but they kind of keep losing because of the defense, I mean, the conversations are going to get really weird. Like they, they should probably move on from him, especially if you get one for Caleb. But uh, if he played well last week, so let's just see how he plays. Uh, I think he's going to light it up tomorrow night. I think he's going to run around and have fun. And the Bears are just going to going to win the game, and we're not going to sh- be sure how. But like you said, defenses suck. One possession game, and I think the Bears squeak it out. So call me clown. I I'm I, I do not like the Washington pick at all. I'm simply picking them because they're at home in the favorite on primetime. But mm-hmm. I, I do want to add a note to this. Yep. If you have a quarterback and it's not his, he's not a top three pick and it's not his first year being done and you have a number one overall pick and a uh, one of the best prospects we've ever seen on time and you do not take him. Yeah. Justin Fields could be the best statistical quarterback of all time to, for the rest of the the season and if they lose every game and they have the number one pick you take Caleb Williams a hundred percent this is a fair somehow got to three and four like they didn't yeah. get one yeah okay that okay yes no they no, were no. trading it, back it is not a oh my god I would be we probably near the end of the year are gonna have the gonna play the game where who how many, who, how many who drafts quarterbacks who? would you not yeah like how many teams would not give up what they have for Caleb Williams and, and again go to count them on one hand it's gonna keep getting lower and lower as the season goes yep. on so, all right, there's our first difference. Washington, Chicago. We're going back to London. Do you want to try your accent again? Dude, I was thinking about that. Why am I so bad at it right now? Uh, I'll try it. Um, yep. Ham and cheese. Okay. Listen, put a T, but a T. Not that yeah. kickoff. The Jaguars versus Buffalo. Good job. You got the Aussie out of your head there. Yeah, I can't. I was listening to some other people do like the uh, the British like street accent or whatever they call it, the yeah. young boy accent. And I was like, I could not do that if I tried. I'm not going to try. It's tough. Um, you and I both thought, I assume we're on the same page here. Although this is an interesting one for you because these are two teams that are generally liked by the public that you don't like. So I'm actually interested to hear your thoughts on this first. This I have no idea. It is. It is a fraud bowl. It's a big one for me. A close game where it's like 35, 32 is, is a disaster for me at this yeah. point. Cause I, I think that this is my fraud bowl. Um, but the thing is, is it's, if it was prime time, it truly be my fraud bowl. That's the difference here. It's not prime time. There is, there's two things here. Uh, Buffalo should win this game by a lot. So I'm going to take Buffalo. However, I am so concerned about the timeline. I mean, the timeline, the time zone that it, I would be the least surprised if Jacksonville wins this game. Like, Buffalo should win this game, but that time zone going abroad and then while the other team has been there already and their just bodies are fine with it, they're, they know what they're, they know what a London game day looks like and Buffalo doesn't, I would be zero surprised if uh, Jacksonville just goes in there and punches them in the mouth. So I kind of want to take Jacksonville just for the time zone. But you can go. I think I'm going to take Jacksonville. I can't do it. I can't get the time zone out of my head. This is simply a time zone pick. Okay. Going Jacksonville. I'm going Buffalo. Um, You know, when we break down our Josh Allen hype meter, although it's technically a prime time fun game in London, um, no one watches this game really. So Mm -hmm. I think he's going to go nuclear. 
Um, I, I think so too. That's what makes me nervous. Yeah. Cause this is technically a fun primetime game, but it's also the complete opposite. It's less watched than a 1 PM game. This is just the game that you, if you remember it's on, you turn it on. Even if you remember it's on like Sunday morning, people are kind of just doing stuff because yeah, they people are at church. People. people are playing golf. Yeah. People are doing it's anything. Like, I already gave you this from one to nine. I can't give you it at nine 30. So the only people who watch the NFL running games are the fans of that team. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Even when I know it's on, I usually just kind of check my phone. Like I don't really yeah. watch the game ever. Cause a lot of times too, like if I'm not doing anything, I'm sleeping and right. I will maybe set an alarm to turn it on and like sleep to and wake up and be like 14, seven. What? Hopefully yeah. my fantasy guys scored, but that's about it. Yeah. I, ch- I think I check fantasy too. First, before you even turn the game yeah. on, you're like, the hey, worst you know I score. Why am I down 30? Nothing. Yeah. The worst is if you like, if there's an injury update that happens in the morning and yep. I, I think that every ESPN, NFL sleeper, Yahoo, all of them, it, we just got to ring at the doorbell. Do you want to oh. help? We'll see what this is. Who's here at this new apartment? Yeah. They're probably yelling at me. I'm right next to a wall. I wonder if they're like, can you talk quieter? Interesting. Okay. Abby went outside and handled that. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea what I'm saying. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fantasy. It shouldn't count. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't count. You should get a free bench. You should get a free bench. I, as of now, I'm not at And this is a ton of fantasy players. I mean, probably yeah. four on each side. So, mm-hmm. big game. I like Buffalo. You like Jacksonville. Already difference to start off. Um, going into the Sunday slate, I think we're starting with uh, – I don't know how you have it on yours. I have it as mine first. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and then you tell t- me where New York is because they're at the top, obviously, for me. Yeah. Like when we go through, you just say like, oh, New York game. We're not going to talk long about it, but. Yep. I got it. Yep. All right. Uh, Indy hosting Tennessee. Um, this is, you know, a big rivalry. It's kind of a weird rivalry. You know, obviously Andrew Luck didn't lose one time to them. Then we kind of started splitting back and forth. Uh, and then lately they've kind of dominated us. So. And also I would say this was the, like, this was never a fun game for Indy back in the Peyton Manning days. You guys lost to them once a year. Yeah, we we typically typically it's kind of weird. Typically, the away team has done better. I feel like yeah, um, I, I feel why, like but, I remember um, one year you guys losing. Was it uh, your first loss of the season at Tennessee one time, or was that at home? I remember it was like a yeah like long. It was kick. their stupid kicker, Baronis? Yeah. yes, something like that. God, yeah. that guy did not miss. He just hit bombs. <laughs> I remember I was listening to the radio at my grandparents' house, and you're just like, "There's no way this isn't going in." No, he was money. It sucked. <laughs> um, obviously, big, big news for the Colts is Jonathan Taylor. He was – it's just a walkthrough today. He was a full participant. It seems like he's going to play Sunday. Uh, I feel pretty confident that he's going to play. It wasn't like he's been hurt the last four weeks. I'm pretty certain and he just had an attitude this summer and wasn't in shape. So they're like, here's your four weeks to get in shape. So he knows the offense. He's all good there. I think he's playing Sunday. I think I bet he plays a good amount because um, we've pretty much been running Zach Moss to death. God bless him. So I think JT plays. Uh, for me, this is just about health. Like – I almost want asterisk because if Grover and DeForest play, uh, I feel really good about us. Like stopping Tennessee starts with stopping Derrick Henry. And if we have our two very good interior uh, run defenders playing and healthy, I feel good about it. If they are out, I, I don't like our chances at all. Like Tennessee, this is, you know who they are. They're physical. They're tough. They're annoying. Uh, they're probably going to cause Richardson to make a mistake or two because they just fly around. Uh, but I'm going to go Colts um, because I still feel good about our defense uh, despite last week. Uh, we're joining the two rookies at corner starting club. Uh, so it's always a fun one. 
Never. I think. Yeah. yeah. Good to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. If there's one team I'd be fine doing against, it's this team. So that not too correct. worried about that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is going to be a low-scoring 20 to 17 kind of game, and you just always hope to be at, in the lead at the end of it. But uh, yeah, for me, this is an asterisk game depending on who's healthy. You kind of took the words right out of my mouth. I was kind of thinking the same thing, same exact words. So whatever happens, this we'll probably just call this one a wash. Uh, yeah. It's either just going to end up in the win column or the loss column because, like you said, I, I mean, this is just the these are who Tennessee is right now. I mean, we'll see what Vrabel's coaching decisions are and what he can scheme up, which could change anything, you know, change every game because I trust him. But these are the type of games that Indy, I think, would win right now. Uh, if you really look at it, the two losses that they have are week one where you guys just played Jacksonville and really had opportunities. And then last week where you just got in a big deficit. So the thing is, is that this isn't a team that can run away from anybody, in my opinion. Um, I think you guys right now have the better offense. I, I think you guys potentially would have the better defense, depending on who's starting in the middle. But I, I just don't see any reason to to take Indy or not take Indy right now besides health. We'll see. I was, I, I, I despise playing Tennessee. This is my least favorite game of the year. It's probably going to be like because we play Cleveland too. It's just that same feeling. Like, you know, they're just going to come flying at you. They just make plays, but they're not that good. So it's frustrating. So, yeah. I think the key this for game. this is it's A, turnovers, which always is an answer. It's not like that outrageous of a take anymore. And then B, I think there's going to be a defensive touchdown and it's just who gets wow. it. I hope it's us. Yeah. After watching, oh, Bears fans, by the way, if you want to just run your offense like us. I watched the QB school on Richardson last week. We ran four verts like 60% of the time. Like not that complicated. Just like that's what let your what, guy let your guy rip it. That was what you guys did for week one, I think, too. Or it was yeah. like if it was not like cover four, it was a four verts. Yep. And just and now you get to check it down to Jonathan Taylor if it's not there. Or you just yeah. use your ridiculous arm and just throw dots. So he's keeping it very simple. And that's all it has to be. Chicago. Um Next one, this game, um, I could not care less for. Not New watching Orleans it. at New England. Not watching it. That's That might be the worst game of the year. Yeah, I think this deserves to be the least watched game. But Did I, you I know Jameis came in last week for one play? No. He should come in this week for every play. Throw a pick. Neither he did. 40-yard bomb, under underthrown by a mile, picked off one play. Okay, so he he played like James Winston. So he gave him a chance. He gave him a chance downfield, and this guy didn't go make the play. Oh, he took a shot. I just love him. Yeah, I mean, he's the best. God, his quarterbacks are so bad. I think combined combined after four weeks, Derek Carr, Mac Jones touchdowns, and Derek Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Mac Jones interceptions. Like, give me your total. You think touchdowns wise, and total you think interceptions wise between these two quarterbacks. So I know Mac Jones threw one to that tight end against the Jets because it was their only one I saw that highlight. So that's one. Am I going to say something dumb? He definitely threw one against Philly. Three? No, I'm saying total. Give me a total of Derek Carr plus Mac Jones, total interceptions in your opinion, and Derek Carr, Mac Jones, total touchdowns in your opinion. Okay, so combined touchdowns, I'm going to say like five. It's seven. Seven so you're, off you're right there, yeah, and then interceptions seven, six. That is so bad, yeah, yeah. We're four weeks oh. in, fellas. That's so bad, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna go New Orleans just because I think they're technically a better team. 
New England just lost Judon and Christian Gonzalez. Those are huge losses. Then they traded for JC Jackson today. Bill is, I don't know what's going on. It's kind of bizarre, but I think it's just uh, a guy that he trusts, guy that he's had in his building yeah, before. It's just so. weird. But I'm gonna go New Orleans in a disgusting game. I don't know if I don't think a team gets to 10. I'm just gonna take New England. I have no reason not to. I, I just don't. I mean, at this point, both defenses suck. Or not yep. suck. I'm sorry, both defenses are what they are, and both offenses suck. Yep. So gross. Next one, gross again. God, the slate does suck. I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, the four o'clock slate's not bad. Oh. And there's actually four o'clock slate games. So. Well, I'm looking at it now, and I don't know which one it would be, though. We'll get to it. Uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Uh, um, looks like Kenny Pickett's going to play. Don't think it matters. Would love to see 10 out there, like we talked about in the, pre- or in the recap last week. Throw 10 out there, see if he can be any better. But uh, I think this Baltimore team's coming into shape offensively. Uh, getting more healthy every week, even though they'll have 10 more guys go down at the same time. But I get it's a divisional game on the road, and that's always tough, but I, I have no reason not to pick Baltimore. I don't really have that much to say about it. Same thing. I think this Pittsburgh team is abysmal right now, and Baltimore is – and I, they need to win this game. Like, you have to think about for them right now, taking advantage of their division. They they did it against uh, – at at – Cleveland last week, if you can win at Pittsburgh this week and just have your last two wins be divisional games on the road, when yeah. maybe some of these teams come into form later in the season, you have that over their head. I, I, and that would be Baltimore shows up three and zero on the, on the division road, right? Cause they yes. beat at Cincy. Yeah. Can I say one thing? Uh, sure. Cause I know you guys play Jacksonville next week. Why do we schedule so many early divisional games? I feel like the, I, I don't get it. I get week one maybe, but the like the Giants play the Eagles week 15 and 18. We always do that. And it's I think that should be kind of how it is. Like I would be perfectly fine. So yeah, I would be perfectly fine if the first half of the season was all your non-divisional games and the second half was only divisional games. I think I would be perfectly fine with that as an NFL fan. Yeah. The first two weeks should always be like the NFC opponents or the random game. Yeah. Like, but like it sucks saying games. like I lost to my division. I won't. You know, let's say the Cowboys game mattered for the Giants. Like, I lost week one because, you know, it was just a weird game. And I can't hear you all of a sudden. I think you're mic unplugged. We're back from technical difficulties. I think I was saying that it's dumb for your, you to lose a week one game and then look at that at week 17 and be like, that's the reason why I didn't win the division. I think that's stupid. I agree. I think it's dumb. Uh, both on Baltimore there on the road. Next one. Interesting matchup here. Houston at Atlanta. Um, the CJ Stroud thing is real. You got to give him all the credit. Dude is a dog. Cool dance, cool game, everything about him. Atlanta, two losses on the road in a row, or one on the road, one in London. I guess two on the road. Um, Desmond Ritter is starting. They're at home. The Falcons are favored by two, which is weird. Who, who are you taking in this game? Complete just falling for it. I'm taking Houston. I think there's a couple of things that go into this. Number one, uh, I like Houston's defense against this offense. I do. Uh, number two, Atlanta is coming back from London. I don't know if there's any record on those teams, but I have a gut feeling it's not very good. Um, and number three, I mean, CJ Stroud has played great the two games. And I think this is another opportunity to continue that. So uh, I don't think there's a re- there's nothing that shows me to take Atlanta. And there's nothing to show me to not take Houston. Yeah, I'm putting. I would like to put this up for the Big Ten West game game of the week. I think obviously you think Baltimore and Pittsburgh, but Baltimore, Pittsburgh just got kind of lit up last week. Uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Houston Atlanta. Um, thoughts on Big Ten West game of the week? Yeah, I, I a sneaky one. It might be the best option. 
Um, I, I just don't know if you can give it to Bears commanders. Maybe actually they should for that how the Big Ten West is this year. You can say Bears and yeah. commanders, but I, I do like this as an op- option for Big Ten West game of the week. It's going to be gross. Uh, I'm actually going Atlanta. I'm going okay. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's 2-0 and at home. They've looked better at home. Ritter, not that he's looked more comfortable, but they've just seemed to play better there. Uh, Houston just lost another lineman. I just don't know how you can keep replacing linemen like this. Like People always get mad that teams don't have O-line depth. It's like there's a reason these guys are backup. It is so hard to have O-line depth. Like that's Let not alone O-line, O-line starters. Right. Like, yeah, there's barely, barely teams with starters right now. Like, yeah. O-line depth I wish my issue was – I wish my issue was my backup left left guard, left tackle, left center. Yep. I mean left yep. left center, center, right guard and right tackle. My issue is, is my issue is is all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All you of them should, suck. You yeah. should have two guys. One guy gets a snap and one guy just blocks. Yeah. So they're only jobs. Give us 12 um, guys. Yeah. You get an it's extra like, guy to protect the quarterback. If a team had good O-line depth, that means like they, that guy would just be a starter somewhere else. Like it's not a real thing. So, yeah, you want to know what they do? They trade him at the deadline. Yeah. So I just don't get how Houston keeps doing this. I, Grady Jarrett, I just I think it's going to be too much. So I'm going Atlanta in a low-scoring game here. Uh, that's going to be ugly. And we now have one, two, three, four differences in our first six picks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, moving on to the next one. Here's one we won't. Carolina at Detroit. I, I saw a clip of – it was third and eight, and it looked like Frank had basically made a rule last week that – if Minnesota was showing blitz, they checked to a receiver screen and Bryce, as he was throwing it, did like a spin move to complain during the throw. Like he looked completely fed up. It's a horrible, like he's literally throws it as he throws it. He turns in like body language all over the place, which you don't see out of that guy. And then he was no. riding him in the sideline. Like I actually feel bad for Bryce right now because it's horrible. So the thing about Bryce yeah. young is we've never once said it's his like IQ, right? We've never said no. he's, 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 we're curious if he can get off the first read. We've never said if yeah. he can pick up blitzes. We've never said if he can read defenses. That was what his strength was. The only thing we said was his size. So I don't understand yeah. if you're Frank Reich, why you should be letting this guy rip the ball around, mm-hmm. make mistakes, throw interceptions, and learn that way rather than just because he's getting nothing out of doing that. No. Absolutely and once again, nothing. this is a team that has no reason to tank either. So, yeah, this is a team that would prefer to be winning right now. Yep, they would. Uh, I'm going Detroit. Detroit's 10 games rest. Jameson Williams gets to play. Their defense has been awesome against the run. There's no reason I see to pick Carolina in this game. Yeah, I don't see one either. So, Detroit. Um, This is definitely a 1 o'clock game. Uh, the New York Giants. Come on. Yeah, yeah let's get loud. They're going to go to Miami and go play two of the Dolphins, both teams coming off um, double-digit losses. Uh, Justin, going into this game, is there still something inside you? Is there still something there? Is there a little percentage left that says, what if we go win this game? No. Uh, this is like the worst opponent for us to be playing this week. Um, I mean, if, I feel like you've been you've been able to see – I mean, we're going to get our butts kicked. I don't even know why I'm going to talk about this game in depth. Um, yeah, we're, we're not going we're not going to win this game. It's – I feel like defensively they're better than they looked last week. I mean, it's not like they're a great defense, but they're a defense that can make plays or defense that can get after the quarterback. We, I, I feel like every time I've watched Miami, if it's been late in a game and the game matters, they get big sacks. And I know that specifically did that against the Rams, but I just feel like that happens. And Daniel Jones might die again. 
Um, there's no faith in this offense. And defensively, I think it's just going to be one of those things where there's going to be bad turnovers by us on offense. Maybe they hold them a little bit, but we have, again, rookie cornerbacks, uh, slower linebackers, linebackers who are like, if you look at our linebackers, like we're actually pretty good against the run, except for the fact that we can't tackle sometimes, which isn't going to be good this week. So they might, they might break the scoring record on us. Yeah. Two rookie corners is tough in a game like this. And our slot corners too, are, I mean, are brutal. So yeah. Get right game for Miami coming off that loss. It's, it's a lot of bad things lined up for this game. So I'm going to go Miami as well. There's not much to say about it as either. If we won last week and Miami won last week, I would probably be saying like we can win this one because they're going to have it come down, but we both lost in terrible fashion and ours was a lot worse. So we have guys talking about how he's mad that we're booing. Imagine if you lost more at Alabama, Evan Neal. I'll tell you what, it'd be worse than you're getting streaming right now. It'd be a lot worse, brother. Boy, so, he is not liked. That's the one thing about some of these guys. Like they, they just do awesome in college, and they just don't know what losing feels like. And then it, they just mentally can't deal with it. Yeah, that's I know point. what losing feels like. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, Cincinnati at Arizona. I mean, this is a massive game for the Bengals, and one that I would just be terrified for if I'm if I'm a Bengals fan. Arizona plays tough. They play fast. They play physical. They this are, is the they are last not afraid thing they of anybody. Yeah. Like, this is a team where the Bengals looked at their schedule. They're like, okay, we got this game, then the bye. That's a nice win, bye, and then we'll get ready. No. Or maybe it's this, Seattle, then bye. This yeah. is going to be a really hard game. It's going to be a really hard game. Spread started at eight. Uh, it's down to three. Like They're expecting this to be a field goal game. I think I'm putting it as my game-winning field goal game of the week. If anyone was going to be it, it would be this week. I think it's going to be close. I really do. Um, what did I have last week? Cincinnati at Tennessee. Okay, that was incorrect. That's more on par for what I usually do. So let's go Cincinnati again. Game-winning field goal game of the week. Um, here's my question to you. If Cincinnati loses, it has been very apparent that Carolina wants a number one receiver. Do the Bengals consider trading T Higgins. I I think yes. I think that you even consider it and now that he I mean we've seen what the the year's been like and I think he is he playing this week? I know he was hurt. Um yeah he's got the hip problem. It's hard to tell on the Wednesday just, report. It's like I don't know. It's so tough because it's early. I think the trade deadline we might know more but it is one of those things where it's like would you rather get a fifth rounder than lose a guy straight up kind of deal. Uh yep. And I know it's different, but like I always remember, was it Landon? I think it was Landon Collins was the specific example where it's like, didn't franchise tag him. We were losing, didn't trade him. And then he just walks out of free agency. Like, that's a guy who you could have gotten at least a draft pick for. Yep. You might as well get rid of them before he's gone. So, depending on how they go, this goes, I, I would 100% consider it. I mean, I'm looking at the Bengals. And I, I don't want to take anything away from T. Higgins because T. Higgins is a great receiver. Like, he is a great receiver. No, that's why. Like, he's a true but number one. It, there is something to be said about when you have a guy like Jamar Chase and then yeah. you're the receiver too. And then even with T, with uh, Boyd there as well, like, it's there's just so much less defensive focus. So I, I will say that if he gets traded, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of regression. Gosh, this schedule. 
The Bengals go at Cardinals. They host the Seahawks, and they have a bye. Then you get the 49ers and Bills right after that. The They're Texans, in a bad spot. Steelers, Jags, Colts. They're in a bad like, spot. There's, there's a world if you lose your next two games. If you somehow lose this Arizona game or you lose to Seattle, you go into the bye, or you just like, hey, time, everyone's talking about quarterbacks. Let's talk about receiver. Let's talk about a kid from Ohio State. Let's talk yeah. about putting Burrow on IR. No, that I throw it away. My thing is, is that with this team, the one thing is you have to pay Jamar Chase. Which, if you're not going to pay T Higgins, you might as well pay Jamar Chase and just start drafting yeah, guys. And just it'd be the same thing. Like I know Tyreek Hill didn't stay in uh, KC for a long time, but it was one of those things where it's like if you have that wide receiver one, you can just rotate these rookies and stuff. Yeah. So there's 100 Cincinnati window is as long as Joe Burrow is there. It's just that's just how it is. And if you can say to yourself, all right, we've had a Super Bowl, we had an AFC championship, like we just had to have one bad year, bro was hurt. Let's just make sure he's healthy, like get get our guys right. And we can like like when it's gonna be a draft class of everyone's focused on quarterbacks and training for quarterbacks, and you can get a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. Personally, I would do it. I would and with that, I'm taking Arizona. I just don't like that, this I'm spot. Arizona. You are as well? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Arizona. I just don't. Arizona, can you say they have not been blown out yet? Um, They should have beaten Washington. They should have beaten like the Giants. That. And they they beat the Cowboys. Like, yeah, if this they team, the best team in the league. Like, yeah. So, I, I just don't see They've been great at home. Yeah. And Dobbs is, Dobbs is playing great. Dobbs is playing great. So that was, I will say, the guy who uh, I wanted to say this about the Giants, but like my the thing that I realized about like Daniel Jones, and I'm sorry to pivot off of this because Dobbs reminded me of it, is that like I've always been arguing, well, if he had this way, well, had that, and like every quarterback, if they had the perfect situation, would be a great NFL quarterback. And yep. the guy who came into the Giants session, I don't know if you heard him, and he was like, look at what Joshua Dobbs is doing versus Daniel Jones. That's when I it hit me because it's like Dobbs. Didn't have an offseason. His wide receiver one is Hollywood Brown. Uh, like, just got thrown in there. They were considered the bad worst team in the league. Bad offensive line. A old aging veteran running back who still runs really hard. And he went in there, and they are, I, I think, the team that is beating their expectations by the most this year so far. And that when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that tells me everything I need to know about Daniel Jones. Yep, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. All right, both on Arizona there. A lot of upsets this week. Uh, next one, I, I like this game a lot. This is a really fun matchup. Philly at the Rams. I think this is going to be an awesome game. Fireworks, high-scoring affair. Uh, just a lot of talented offensive players on the field. I hate to do this. I want to go back one spot to the game. I wanted to say something about Burrow, but I forgot. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Burrow has less passing yards than Derek Carr, and he has the same amount of touchdowns and interceptions. We can continue on now. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Also, and that's not a thing on Josh Burrow. That's unhealthy Josh Burrow. Arizona. One, two, three, four, five, four games. Is Arizona at one or four? That is tricky because Cincinnati always plays at one. But Arizona. I feel like Arizona always plays at four. And then there's one, two, three games at four o'clock. No, Arizona. They always play at four. Arizona four o'clock game. Nailed it. I, I wanted you. I wanted you to talk yourself out of that so badly. Oh, I was close. That would have been fine. All right. 
our second four o'clock game, like we said, game of the week, Philadelphia and Rams. Game of the week. Game of the week. I agree. Very fun game. Um, and that's I. I like me, this. I think that this is more fun than Cowboys 49ers. I agree. It, it, for me, this is just about if Stafford has time. I love the Rams. Like if Stafford has time to make plays, like I know Philly's going to score. Like the LA's secondary is not good. Um, and you know, Donald is Donald, but at least he gets Kelsey and some other, some better linemen that get to block him this week and try to try to stop him. But if Stafford has time, he is going to tear apart this Philly defense. Like you just look at what Sam Howell did. Like, you know, Baker wasn't great, but he got killed all game. This is a better O-line. Uh I really want to pick the Rams. I feel like Philly's four and zero kind of slept walk there. Haven't loved, haven't loved it. Still such a good team. I'm not worried about them as a whole down the road. But right now, if Stafford is healthy, whether Cooper plays or not, which I think he's going to, I'm going to go Rams in a high scoring affair. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to go Rams like 33, 30, 37, 33. Yeah, you uh, you took mine. I thought I was going to be able to get you one back here. Uh, but I was going Rams as well, and I'm going Rams as well. Wow. I, 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 same thing. I, I have said this Philly team has not impressed me defensively like they did last year. Um, offensively, yes, they've they've done more than enough to impress me, but defensively, I have not seen it yet. I think that this is a Rams team that is looking like Rams teams of old when Staff, Stafford got under them. Um, and like you said, Stafford's going to get probably beaten up again this game, but I, I think Eagles struggle – against teams that don't need to run the ball because it's their interior defensive line is so good where it's just like that. If they can just stuff you with the run, you're not going to feel comfortable passing it. That's kind of where they can take advantage. Cause if you look at their two best defensive games were against uh, Mac Jones and um, Baker Mayfield. So I, I think Matt Stafford is going to be able to score, you know, the Eagles are going to get theirs, but I definitely think they're going to struggle to hold them back. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are a full air raid offense. Like they are just letting it fly with Stafford. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Puka Higby potentially cup now too. They're like they're gonna be throwing it all over the yard. So very fun game. Uh I wish it had a little more flair to it. I wish it had a little more effect, but the Nathaniel Hackett revenge game has arrived. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. gives you enough of a storyline for the four o'clock game. Uh, four four o'clock games. You've got Mahomes. You've got a good Philly matchup, and you've got a little revenge factor. Good job, NFL. Good job, they NFL. They listened. And I, I think they even flexed this Kansas City game to four twenty five. I think this was originally a four o'clock game, and this week they flexed it. I think I saw a tweet about that. So, oh, good. Good Wait, job. So they can already they can already flex games. They moved it from one to four. Oh, I, I don't know what that means for the other flexes. I would love to get flexed out of Sunday Night Football next week. I would love it more than anything. I don't think it's that early. I Dude, I was having the conversation with somebody at the golf course yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I really want to be flexed out. I don't know why we get all these prime things. Like, don't flex. Or I, was, I said I hate the prime things. He's like, don't flex yeah. you out. And I was like, I don't think they can. I know they it used to be week 13, and I know they it's moved it back, late. but I don't want to play that game. Anyhow, nope, enough about me. I should stop talking about myself. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett revenge game. The New York Jets travel to the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos today just released Randy Gregory, uh, who they just paid five years. Fisher's, Fisher's finest. Fisher's finest. Five years, a whole lot of million dollars to go with it. So not it, sure what happened there. But I feel like that's a person when I saw it. A, I know he got injured beginning of last year, so I don't know if he's help, is he playing yet this year. I mean, I haven't watched it. I looked up his stats. It's, he's doing almost nothing. So I, I think he's coming off an injury. It's a team that now you're like, 
we need cap Tank space. Zone. We have to rebuild. Like we, like you said, we signed this guy to a massive deal. He's going to get picked. You want, you want to know where he's going to probably end up. He'll probably end up in Philadelphia or Washington and make my life hell. Uh, well, I, I think personally, it's a, it's a guy where you might as well, if you have a good locker room, bring this guy in. I think yeah, that good team. He cares. Yeah, I think you're perfectly fine. So, yep. Uh, I'm going with the Jets here. Yes, this is the game where, like, I feel like I know what ESPN does very well because it's just the dumbest sports takes of all time because they have way too much time on their hands. So, like, I mean, I I wouldn't be able to talk for four hours. I know I can talk a lot. I would not be able to talk four hours on a daily basis. This yep. is going to be a game where we come back and we're like. Can Zach Wilson lead the Jets yep. to the Super Bowl? Yep. Dude, yep. he played the Denver Broncos who made the who made Sam Howell, Justin Fields. Oh, they are and who else uh Jimmy Garoppolo make and then Tua putting up the NF almost the NFL record. So no, they're on historic, like historic bad trend right now. Like historic. Yeah. yeah. The only team they did not let up 30 points to were the Week one, Las Vegas Raiders, who I don't think they've gotten even close to 30 points themselves. So, no. Yeah, I, I this is a, a terrible defense. I actually remember this game last year. I think this is the game Brees Hall might have gotten hurt in, but right before it, uh, he had a big 70-yard run. They were dominating yeah. them. And then um, Brees gets hurt. Now we're getting reports this week that Brees is off a um, – what is it called? Snap count. Like he's good to play hundred percent. So I think this is, I think the jets defense got a little bit revitalized by Wilson's performance last week. Uh, it was enough where they were just like, okay, let's keep trying because for a second there in that first half against Kansas city before the safety, it was pretty much like they were yeah. uh, that also one thing on this um, on the Pacheco run, that one guy did get tripped on purpose. So that sucked. <laughs> that you and suck. I both talked about it when it happened, everyone tweeting out the, the one play where Jermaine Johnson was getting held you and I were both mad at Jermaine Johnson that night for just sitting there. That is not in no way. Was that a hold? He made no effort to get off the ball. Yeah. Whenever everyone was going crazy about it, I wanted to say like, you, the reason why the flag wasn't thrown was because it doesn't like, you can see his Jersey getting held, but he has to, yeah, he just stood there doing nothing. You have to like push it around. Like, yeah, yeah, get it shown that your Jersey's getting tugged. I agree with you. Yeah, when people were freaking out about that, I mean, that was just Jets fans on Twitter. Because I yeah. agree, like, the rest didn't do the best game against the Jets because of that that yeah. one holding call that was clearly missed where he's just holding his leg. It wasn't even a tripping. It wasn't even a holding. He was that just was getting t- dragged. And then I agree that the Sauce Gardner play, although Sauce, like, brother, stay off Twitter. Um, I agree, like, that, that was a – look, that was a call that I don't necessarily think that you make – at that time, but it's a 50 50 play call. Like, I don't, I'm not mad about that also, either. Don't, so, don't you're, you're Sauce Gardner, don't hold MVS, like, don't get near him. Yeah, you're better, like, you're fine. So, yeah. but yeah, w- w- with all that, I think they come out ready to play revitalized. Um, you know, Denver got that win, but they certainly can't feel great about it. And the no. second the Jets get up early running the ball and playing defense, I think Denver's just going to shrivel. So, I like the Jets, and I hope Zach plays great. I don't think he has to do much though. Yeah, if Zach, if they lose this game, I think that tells you everything you need to know about Zach. I hope he does. If they lose this game, he's out. Yeah, and I I will say what sucks is that now we're going to have to hear about a bunch of Zach Wilson takes because he's probably going to go 300 yards and four touchdowns. Like, think about how good Justin Fields looked versus them and Sam Howell looked versus them. I think Zach Wilson will look very good, and now we're going to have to deal with those takes.
Yep. But you know what? I'd rather them be good for him because we want him. I, to do yeah, well. I want him to do well, but I'm just uh, sad. I have to hear about the takes and then the downfall again. They're going to build him up just to tear him down. It happens every year. Yep. I agree. Next one. Uh, fun one. I feel like we don't get this matchup a lot or ever. I, I always like the feeling of Patrick Mahomes in a, in a dome. It just, it if just they makes don't, me excited. It's one of those things where like Kansas City, I think, might have some of the best dome uniforms. Um, the way the lights reflect off of their helmets. And I I know a lot of people would be like, oh, this is a clear all white game. No, this is a red pants game. Red pants and that in the domes for them are always clean with those white jerseys. I, I agree. Think, did you think they looked extra red on Monday night? Dude, I'm red, green, colorblind. And I was like, those are the bright orange. Like it looked like I was wearing that color orange. It was I wanted to send a text about it, but I was dumbfounded. What was going on? I don't on? know if it was all the green from the Jets fans field, everything, but they looked Christmas red. No, I mean they looked like literally CCA orange red orange to me. <laughs> I was astounded. I thought they were wearing like the Buccaneers creamsicle uniforms when I first saw them. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, like I thought the same thing. I'm glad you mentioned it because I was That's sitting there like, am I crazy? Is my TV yeah. broken? So, no, I think I think this is a fun game. Look, Mahomes played bad last week. Like we don't get to say that a lot. We're not trying to say it. He did. He was not good last week. Two really bad picks. Almost had a third if it wasn't for the holding on MVS. Uh, I think he is going to light it up on Sunday. Like, I think this is a spot he didn't get to be in a lot. Bad defense dome. Like it's just, I don't know. There's just a feeling I have where he just lights it up and is like, look, a lot of Taylor Swift talk, a lot of this talk, like I'm Patrick Mahomes. So you're going to talk about my performance here. So I like, I like the chiefs here big. Yeah, there's a lot of spreads that I don't necessarily understand in this game, and this is one of them. Uh, I mean, can, Kansas City's defense hasn't let up more than 20 points. They let up 21, never mind. 21 is the most amount of points that they've let up this week. Uh, yeah. I mean, this year, and then it's 9, it's 10. Including it's a safety, though, so really 19. Yes. Um, on the other side, the uh, – Minnesota Vikings have not done well. So I think that this is going to be a and Minnesota's offense like has looked good at times, but they haven't really played great defenses. I, I think that this is going to be a like 20 point blowout, like blowout. I don't think this one's going to be close. I think it's going to be fun just because the touch, there's going to be big plays. I think it might be close early, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 40 to 21 game. Yep. I like that a lot. I'm with you all the way, uh, both on KC there. On to the Sunday night game, going into our four-week stock review, a big game for Justin with Dak Prescott here uh, to try to get some back. Uh, this is a spot where it just feels like when Dallas plays San Francisco, I did see overall it's pretty cool. They're 19 and 19 and 1 against each other, which I always like, just historical I mean, good battles. Yeah, um, 80s and 90s. So, yeah, historic franchises going at it. A uniform game of the week, you could argue. Beautiful. Hopefully, no one is wearing like black or anything. And I love, I, would, I love a sample. Oh, god! I was gonna say I would love maybe for Dallas to go with their like, like the little Giants throwbacks, like with the stars on the shoulders. Yeah, I always love a little uh, San Francisco primetime game too, because like the Giants game, it always surprises me when it's bright out, and I just feel good. It just feels cool. Yeah, because it's like yeah. only five o'clock there, and you're like, yeah. what the heck? What the heck is going it, on out there? Yeah, it's you're always so like. When the Giants are also, kicking off, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. It's always too, like, like Sunday scaries don't hit as hard. 
He's like, I got yeah. plenty of time. I got plenty of time left in my day. Yeah. Yeah. You look outside. I, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. Um, Dude, the sun sets here. So I think yesterday was my last day to be able to play golf, like truly after work. The sun set at 645 uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going down right now. Wow. It's really hot here. Yeah. Oh, really? Like I mean, it's hot. Yeah, we have a hot streak going on, but I, eventually I it's going to be week. setting at 430. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, so. I think Dallas gotta be careful here. It's gonna be I think Dallas when you're here. This is no, I like that. I think this is a game where if these two teams meet in the playoffs, we know what it is. It's rinse and repeat. It's like every time Rogers played these guys, we know what happens. Regular season game. I think Dallas is gonna play very well. I think their defense is gonna show up. I think Dak's gonna not be a total moron. I think they're gonna hang in the game. I like San Francisco, but I think it's going to go down to the wire. I think it's going to be a very close game, and everyone's going to be like, wow, Dallas really hung in there. They played well. Maybe they should have won. We're going to get to the playoffs. Everyone's going to be saying that from this game, and then San Fran's going to kill them again. But right now, regular season feel, I think Dallas comes out and plays pretty well with their defense, but I like San Fran in a close one. Does Dallas have the best scoring differential? They have to. They've won by 35, 20, and 40, and then lost by eight. I I don't know how a team could be. I mean, I'm going to go. Yeah. Maybe the 49ers. Um, They've won by. No, no, because they only won by 23, 7, 18. And I guess they maybe, maybe because of the loss. So, yeah. Who knows? Both not teams. Uh, I'm going to go San Francisco, too. I It's going to be a weird game. Like, I could see it. I think San Francisco wins pretty much no matter what. I could see it being close. I could be seeing this be an absolute blowout. Um, I will say, I think last, last week we had to do more with the defense and the offense in terms of the 38 points and yeah. so i don't know i uh i think san francisco could win by 20 i think san francisco like you said could win by three i don't have any reason to doubt san francisco i hope that they blow them out of the water and deck looks like a little idiot but because i kind of need that take right now um but i'm gonna go san francisco i wonder if there's any world and i'm just talking nonsense now because he probably wouldn't be active but because he's the third quarterback, maybe a little Trey Lance package. Ooh. Maybe a little look what you gave us. Yeah. Have him run out. If not first. now, definitely in the playoffs. But yeah, I, I think now would be a better opportunity, maybe for Dallas if we're wanting to do that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe not the playoffs. You're right. Good call. Do it now, McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the Monday night game, a couple buys, so less of a talking point on these previews uh green bay at vegas um i guess you got a little devon is this the first time Devontae? i don't think he played green bay last year right would this be the first time Devontae I mean, played his old team they couldn't have played last year right unless it was like a weird one-off game yeah because they always do that one i don't think that they played last year so we've got yeah. a little Devontae revenge factor mm-hmm. um i think this is a big game I don't even know for what this is. It's not going to be that fun of a game. Let me start with now. But the uh, thing is, it's going to be, a, it should be a close game. It will be close. It'll be close. I like green Bay here. Uh, I just, I, I, I think they're going to be better. I think Watson's fully healthy. Aaron Jones can be fully healthy. Love's going to have enough help around him. The whole secondary is back for green Bay. It looks like Stokes and Alexander. I am worried about we, we brought up with Willie Stotts or Willie stats. Sorry uh, about, uh, the Vegas running game because this could easily be a game where Jacobs runs for 120. They control the clock and just keep that like 17 or 13 lead. Uh, but I'll go Green Bay here because I think it will be a game they're in control of and Love can play, compose, calm, and not worry about having to make mistakes because they'll have a lead. So I like Green Bay. Yep, I agree. I 
I just think that with everything we've seen coming out of the Las Vegas locker room, uh, this is not a spot to take Las Vegas. I think that Las Vegas truthfully has not looked good at all this year. Like that Broncos win is not a good win. It's, it looks worse that it was close. Um, yep. And then it's been close games, but kind of hanging around games the last two against the Chargers in Pittsburgh, where it's like, I, I don't think they were ever necessarily in it in the second half, but they were in it. I mean, Staley also had an opportunity to lose the game last week, but Green Bay on the other side, we've seen them be able to handily win games, right? We saw it against the Bears. Um, I guess that was the only time, so never mind. But I feel like they had another win, but I guess I didn't watch that Saints game. I just I assumed the Saints one was a handled, handled win, and I'm wrong about that. They were down 17-0 um, in the fourth. So. Yeah. And then they blew it. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. They were handling the Packers. I mean, the, not the Packers, the Falcons. Falcons. That's yeah. what I was thinking of in my head. And then they blew that one. So Correct. we've seen a, a a game and a half of them handling their business. Game and a half. Yes. And I, I think this would might be one, too, again, where they do that. I think if they get the ball first, or if they win the coin toss, get the ball first and just do that opening script and put the pressure yeah. on Las Vegas immediately. And I think that maybe this ends up being a one possession. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those where you look at the box score and you don't realize how much of a blowout it was. I agree. I agree. I like Green Bay. So a big game here or a big week here, six game lead. And we have one. They're all at the beginning. Three, four. Oh, it's only four. And there's four first. And it's all the way across. Well, with one o'clock, I like how I feel. Yeah, you might like be up 10. You might be up 10. One. I need yeah. whoever your blowout is to lose by 10 or lose outright. I mean, because that's that's you the do. only thing keeping me in this week. I believe I have the upset. I think I wrote you down first. You're up, you're up first. I am up because first. Because I was up first last week. So my options are Chicago. New is New Orleans favored or uh I don't even want to pick one of those teams because they both suck, but he no, New Orleans is not. They're one point dogs. Okay. Yeah, that kind of Chicago, New Orleans, Arizona, Rams, Jets. Give me the Jets. J E T S. Wait, Jets are in favor? They're two and a half point dogs. That's just outrageous. Now one and a half. That is outrageous. I was thinking about having them as my blowout. That is outrageous. <laughs> well, if you you that's a two point play, we said. Oh yeah, if the, if you have a yep, yep. If an underdog, you pick them to win as the blowout, you would get an additional point. Yes, I think that. So yep. So we'll get. So to I that. would net I would net one off of you because the doubles would cancel out, and I would net one. That'd be big though. That would be big. That's what I need. I need those. I need those swings. Um, Your upset. Upsets here. So I get the bear. No, I took Washington. I get the Jags. Yes. I get the Colts. The Texans and the Colts. I'm sorry. The Titans are favored now by one. Yeah. I get the Jags, Colts, Texans, Rams, Arizona, Rams, Arizona. Hmm. Is there a fire in that gut? I'm between Houston and Arizona. I'm going to go Houston. I know I'm such a square right now. Gosh, I hate that about myself. The Texans. I, I don't like that at all. I don't, but I don't I don't know if I like really any of them. I feel like they have the best shot at doing it. Uh, yeah. Blowout. Uh, 
I'd have to take the Dolphins to win by 12. Or the Lions. The Lions are at nine and a half, so they just have to win by 10. That, that would count. Yep. Or do I want to get Brisky and go? Uh, I'll go Detroit. I'll go Detroit. They say we're going to take Miami. Okay. So I've got. Okay. Take Miami. I'm the Jets. Gonna... You are J E T S. Jets. 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 So, like seventeen to six. Seventeen to six. If you, if they lose, oh, I lose you, a lot. You lose. I lose. You go zero and four because you would be zero and three with the additional blowout loss. Would be it flip it? A blowout loss counts as two losses. So you would have lose your pick, you would lose your upset, oh, and then you would be a, you'd that. have a double, you'd have a. That's why I think the extra point on the uh, should be determined or should be good upside, because if they lose, you lose two, so you lose four, you lose an extra game. You wouldn't just be zero three, you'd be zero four. But if they win, I get upset and blow out so two. You get five and out. You said you said you were gonna. I'm I'm just I'm warning you. I I said myself I was having that potential as a plot pick. So I'm not trying to talk you out of anything. I'm just saying remember the circumstances. That's pretty scary. I was in with Chicago last week, and it would have looked so good. I would be. Oh, I would have talked crap in group chats in the first half. Yeah, but I feel like I can't go back now. I feel like I can't go back. I think it's a good pick, Zach. I was in between it. I was almost doing it. So, wow. All right, Zach. It's like I'm cheering for Denver. Seven. Yeah. 20 to seven. Pick six. <laughs> Field goals. Win by 10. All right. That is the week five preview. Um, pretty much at that weird quarter turn now. Uh, I think after ton- uh, tonight is the start. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It is officially, I think, football or a sport on your TV every night until like the end of time. The football one is is yes, uh, because now it's like college football is playing every night of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. So enjoy that. Uh, yeah. This is when it gets crazy because it's like college basketball is going to start picking up. You got hockey, which I try to get myself into. I, I really am actually probably going to pay more attention to the NBA this year than ever, than usual. Do I you want like. to share your, your basketball take? Do you want to put it on the if, mic? If RJ Barrett comes off the bench, we're going to win the – I think we're going to win the East. Is that what it was or – yeah, I was East. Here's the thing, Zach. He, first of all, it's already been talked about, so it's not crazy. But the New York Knicks bench has always been atrocious. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we're just moving a guy who he was not, he's not considered him, right? It's Julius Randle and, uh, you know, Brunson kind of running the ones. And then the twos, it's just RJ Barrett. You plug him in. Uh oh. Who's starting? Um, I was trying to think who they said was going to replace him because they were talking about something with because see they were saying they were saying RJ would take Obi's like um pulse on the bench. Next. Obi's starting for us. I like Obi. I'm going to miss him. I mean Thibodeau never Thibodeau didn't use him right. Yeah, uh, Brunson, Grimes, Barrett, Randall, and Robinson right now. Seconds are Emmanuel Quickly, Dante Divincenzo, Josh Hart, uh, Roby, and Hartenstein. So, 
a lot of we have a lot of Villanova players. Look, it's a bold so, take. I I tried to shut it down as quick as I could. Um, but imagine going, you flip Hart and RJ because Hart isn't necessarily that scoring flash, but it's like RJ could get you twenty five off the bench any night. Yeah, he also goes like one for twelve summits. Yeah, but that Zach, we don't talk about that part. But then he's you a have, two. Then he's, a, then he's a two. Then he's a two. The upside is higher. I just think it's you're all about putting that. yourself in a dangerous spot. It's all about the de- – I mean, I have nothing for this. Like, Rutgers basketball, I have to wait a year on. Uh, the Nick, I mean, the East is just so loaded now that it's like also, it's hard to do anything. The Yankees didn't make the playoffs. The Giants are stupid, and I really need Rutgers football to make a bowl game. And whatever you said to Boogie uh, did not work because it looks like he's going at you. So nice Yeah, job. look, I mean, I, I did my job. Uh, did you? you know, I wore a kid. He's going. I and people think I'm joking. I actually did tell him don't go to I because he was on the plane with me coming back from IU, and I was like, I think it was yeah, it was IU because I was flying yeah, from India, and I was it flying? Why was I flying from Indy? Because I know I was he going was to be, leaving for was a morning it, flight. He went to Bloomington the night before. Then he that's was what going it was, to St. Like, John's, and you were yes, going because I was going. I was going with him to uh, whatever. So I was. I thought it was Indiana flight. Not with him. I was like, how did you like your visit? And he was like, yeah, you know, it was cool. Blah blah blah. And I was like, don't go there. And he laughed, and I was like, "Dude, my mom's an IU fan. I grew up with IU fans. Like, I, I truly uh, don't want you to go there." I was like, "I'm a Rutgers fan, and I'm not telling you to go to Rutgers. Go to Michigan." That's what I told him. Well, they they didn't make the final list, so tough, tough stuff. Well, I just you know I just said Michigan yeah. because they were on his list, trying to shout out boy Mitch. You know, I was trying to. You could, I could have said North Carolina. I could have said Duke. I could have said Purdue. I could have said anybody. I was like, just don't go to IU. I think there's only one thing that could officially break you. I only want to say it to speak it into existence, but since we're talking about Boogie, I think you can understand where I'm going with it. I know. Exactly. And I'm just, yeah. I'm extremely worried because if that doesn't happen, um, I would be, I, I think I would have to pay people to make sure you're okay and I'd watch for you. Yeah. yeah you'd be saying that. No, that, that would be bad. That would be bad. And for those who don't know, he's talking about, he's talking about Don Harper, um, not committing to Rutgers. Uh, as we get more into it, I'm more and more confident. Apparently, the only the only reason why he hasn't made the decision yet is um, because of he wants to see what the offense looks like. And apparently, Rutgers' offense is faster than ever this offseason, faster than ever. But we don't have Paul Mulcahy he's slowing us down. I think he's going to love that. He's going to love what he sees. I think he's going to commit to us. I would say mid-November. Nah, that's really mid-December, maybe. And I the thing that makes me feel good is that Cooper is not going like canceled his Kansas visit. Bill Self doesn't have that poll he once had. <laughs> that's what makes it oh, no. when i saw that when i saw Bill that Self I doesn't like, have the pulley what's had because when you're when the number one also see, he's got florian hunter did you see that hunter is whatever like hunter doesn't ever bother me um Bill Self, i am i am tweeting this clip dude no but listen 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 first of all dylan's number three now ace jumped him so if he doesn't come here i'm like whatever right, I have agree. Anyways. uh you had the number one recruit listed as a visit and before he even showed up you were like oh, he's like i'm not going there that tells he's me everything i need to know the start. he's always doing- yeah but he, he might be going to uconn now is what they're saying zach uconn he's not going to uconn so going to- i yeah but you know if he even because he goes, goes to do bill self couldn't even get him on a visit let alone yeah that tells me everything i need to know. oh so, boy that is our take of the day I think bill I, self has lost a little bit of a poll yeah i think he's lost the fastball <laughs> what is four in the recruiting rank? What what rank is he? 
It's like top 10. Cool. I don't want top 10 recruits, Zach. I want top three recruits. And that's what we have here. That's what I, <laughs> that was a joke. But uh, Hunter, dude, like, here's my thing about Hunter Dickinson. And I don't know why we're talking. Like, I never was afraid of Hunter Dickinson whenever I was playing them. Like, I know he would, I knew he would get his and that he'd be good. But my thing was, was that, like, if you have Hunter Dickinson on the court, you have to run an offense through Hunter Dickinson. Like he's got to be that, like he kind of just, if you're not running it through him, he's kind of in the way. And that's why he's good at Michigan. I just don't see him fitting at Kansas. I don't. And also he's slow as hell. Like on fast breaks, the only time he scores fast break points is when he does that weird little run on the court and he just stands at the top of the key and gets a shot off. So I don't think, I think Hunter Dickinson hurts Kansas more than it helps him. I just could never share my Hunter Dickinson takes because I had a Michigan friend. And now, now he's not there. So, I think he's got a little more help this year, and I think he's going to do pretty well. Okay. Okay. He's got the best point guard in the country, and I think who may want his? Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we we'll see. We will see. Look, well, would you your... rather have Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper, or would you rather have Hunter Dickinson in Florida? Um, hmm. that's tough because you know I what think the answer is. You're just trying. No, to no. It. I think the answer is Ace and Dylan. However, yeah. I think I get Flory for more than one year, and I don't know about those other three. Well, Hunter, you only get for one year for sure. And also, that's right. another thing about Hunter. There's a reason why he hasn't gone to the NBA because he can't. Like he's he's a college basketball player. It's the same with Zach Eady, uh, who doesn't scare me just because we beat them every year. So whatever. <laughs> um, oh, we need to stop. <laughs> uh but yeah for you get for i think you might get ace one of ace or dylan for two but we also have gavin griffiths we only have three top 10 recruits on our team next year if dylan comes three and are starting let up all stretch wings oh, my gosh ace might be the number one pick in the draft okay we're in, i'm gonna shut it down that's true it, i'm not one writing that i'm reading that and i'm just announcing it on my podcast i'm gonna shut it down I'm not getting closing thoughts. You've 2025 had Rutgers You're basketball. Out about 80 takes. 2025 Final Four. 2024-2025 season is going to be the, the best season of my life. In any sport. Ever. Burke takes out. Let me get a minute with you. Let me just, let me just talk us two. Let me try to find my groove. Let me just, let me just, let me just move. Rhythm coming fours and twos. Let me just kick back, relax, be cool. Hits on hits, no drool. Let me just, let me just, let me be loose. So I done felt a little different lately. Maybe I've been going crazy off of this. I feel confused as J.R. Smith when there was time to tick and he ain't even shot that shit. Like a toy with a battery that's in reverse. I'm struggling just to find a positive. Dwayne Johnson couldn't even stop me. Cause in life lately, I've been rocking it. Let me get a minute with you. Let me just, let me just talk us two. Let me try to find my groove. Let me just, let me just, let me just move. Rhythm coming fours and twos. Let me just kick back, relax, be cool. Hits on hits, no jewel. Let me just, let me just, let me be loose. Oh,
get a minute with you. Let me just, let me just talk us two. Let me try to find my groove. Let me just, let me just, let me just move. Rhythm coming fours and twos. Let me just kick back, relax, be cool. Hits on hits, no jewel. Let me just, let me just, let me be loose. I got a minute for a talk now. You got a minute for a walk now. Let's go. Everybody wonder where we at now. I ain't even know where we at now. Let's roll. Wind in the air, where we at now? I can hear the park in the background. That's cool. Kids on the monkey bar make sound. Last time chilling in the playground. That's cool. I got a ton of nostalgia. I just been trying to remember back to September. Hell, if it's over a year, then it really just feels like forever. I'm getting better. At least that's my goal for the future. I'm getting greater, not lesser. It's been my pleasure. This shit is minimal effort. Rolling the night is a treasure. Yes, sir. Let me just, let me just, let me be loose.